We always look forward each year to this annual review time, although it always presents a challenge or two, and I'm sure it will this year as well. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze, subsistence farmers using three simple principles, approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it, and we don't make all misstatements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of April 26, 2012. It is good to have an annual review, a chance for a retrospective, if you will. We'll divide it into three parts. We always, as you said, do this around Mother's Day, and, and so we're starting so that we're leading up to that with our and our the way we're dividing it up is according to our three principles we are approaching but never reaching subsistence it's got to be fun while we're doing it and we don't make all misstatements and we've got this other sort of principles sort of not that we have lately begun tossing around always learning always teaching and um, I think you and I both are pretty committed to that. It shows up on our front page of the site. It's something that we both enjoy doing and have, um, not to be tooting our own horn, but we do it pretty well. We've, we're pretty good learners and we're pretty good teachers, so um, it's worked out well. But we've not yet made the decision to make that a principle. We well, just yeah, and I think we talking could just, about it. Right, and we could just kind of weave that into our discussion there over the go. next three weeks. Um, I think uh, we might want to mention the timing this year in particular is appropriate because, as we said, we always lead up to Mother's Day with this retrospective. And this year, Mother's Day is the same day as Rogation Sunday in the Anglican church and in the Episcopal tradition as well. That's right, because we're Episcopalians. We are aware and attentive to the Anglican calendar, and the Sunday just before Ascension is Rogation Sunday, so um, we're paying attention to that, and it happens to fall this year on Mother's Day. On American Mother's Day, right. Uh, Mothering Sunday. It doesn't fall on Mothering Sunday in Great Britain. Britain. But uh, but anyway, so, um, and Rogation Sunday celebrates the earth and the fruits thereof, it's appropriate that we are talking about that. Yeah, we can do a little lesson on Rogation Sunday if you'd like. The idea of Rogation, it's a, the, the verb is asking. We are asking God's blessings on the crops we are planting. Of course, the Brits are planting in mid-May. We Yanks in central Alabama, if we haven't planted by mid-May, we're in trouble. At the so, rate I'm going, I may be in trouble, but that's a well, whole other discussion. Yeah, that's a separate issue. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that will that will come up in our discussion about why I'm a little bit behind, even though I didn't really want to be. Um, so, and I think we did talk last week about some of the cold temperatures, and now that seems to be behind us. You're going to be hiding behind that one for long, I are sure you? I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk a little bit about how we'll know when our first principle approaching subsistence. Yes, we know we'll never reach it. So I think that part we can sort of put aside. But how will we know when we are actually approaching subsistence? And that's a great question. What you and I have agreed on is the way we will measure it. And we're serious about measuring it. That's right. You know, I'm a social scientist and I believe in operationalizing 
my variables. You must know how to measure it. How and do you good know for when you, you see it? If, yeah. you, if you're not measuring it in, in the words, in the immortal words of um, Hal Abrams at Parisian, you must not care about it. Yeah. Um, and so I would say if, we're, if we care about approaching subsistence, we ought to be measuring it. And the way we're measuring it is to set up a monitoring system to see how much money we're spending off the farm and try to make that go down each year. And that doesn't mean trips to Los Angeles and that kind of thing. It means spending money to feed ourselves is what we're basically, and to, and to keep ourselves going. That's an interesting question. Well, I've, I've been thinking of it in terms of all money we spend off the farm. I, well, I think maybe that's a point of disagreement because there might be a reason why, let's say, I want to go to I'm England. I'm not sure we disagree yet. We're just okay. exploring I it. might A point of divergence. <laughs> um, because if I took, take a trip to England, for example, and I spend money on that trip, that doesn't mean I'm less independent or less capable of subsistence than I was the year before when I didn't take a trip to England. Uh, in fact, I might actually be better at growing and I might have a cow that's, some, that's providing milk and somebody's taking care of it while I'm gone. Just because I'm spending money on this trip doesn't mean we're not getting closer and closer to reaching subsistence. Hmm. Well. That's my reasoning. I, I, I understand your argument. My fear is that once you say, oh, that's really not includable in the format, then you have stepped onto a slippery slope. And every expense that one of us wants to make, we just lobby for it to be excluded from the measurement. I and think, yeah, we could probably talk about that another time when it's not taking up valuable airtime. But there is, if we're going to use the word subsistence, then that has to do with how well we are feeding and taking care of ourselves and not depending on other sources to do that. So, um, but I don't necessarily think pure expenditures in the abstract is a good measure. And that's all I'm saying. And at this point, we can agree to disagree and explore that a bit. How about if we agree to dialogue? Yes, um, that's that, fine. I, I don't know that we that this rises to a level of disagreement yet because we just you and I haven't really explored it. Right, so. but I do think our approach of, um, I mean, I, I guess one thing we'll talk about is how much. Let's say since we don't have cows and we don't have a chicken yet, we don't have chickens yet. How much vegetable uh, buying do we do off the farm? And I know, and we'll get to that in more yeah, specific we'll, we'll terms, be exploring it but briefly. I do think that's a legitimate way to measure subsistence. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't have any question there, um, but I think when you say, oh, there are, some of the, there are these other expenditures that we're not going to pay any attention to, you're leaving a hole big enough to drive a truck through. So I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about that, and we can explore it some more. Yes, but I won't le let it lie there that I'm guilty of faulty reasoning because that's what we need to, to talk about is are there separate categories of what we mean by subsistence? I will accept that that is not faulty reasoning. Thank you. Um, and, and one thing we want to talk about is where the lodge fits into all this. You know, we haven't even begun using that. It isn't finished, so... Um, 
Right. And I think the main reason that we have not yet moved in a more aggressive direction on monitoring our expenditures off the farm is because of our construction of the lodge. Uh, If you were to look at what we are spending right now on the lodge, it's a big trail of blood. (laughs) It's just there's a huge flow of cash out the door and off the farm right now. But we think that's the right thing to be doing, and um, we're comfortable with that. We hope to finish it this year, and when we finish it this year, then we don't know of any reason why we can't set up this monitoring system and begin yeah. sticking to it. And you might, a person might say, well, if you're truly self-sufficient, and so, you know, why don't you build it with your own two hands, talking about the lodge? Well, I'm not qualified to do that. You could Nor do am I. some of it, but uh, well, I've known people who've built log cabins and that kind of thing. But um, we've made a, a decision at some point that we'd like for it to go a little more quickly than it would if we could do it our did it well, ourselves. Well, that plus, let's be honest, um, we have people we want to invite, um, including without limitation our children-in-law who have standards about the kind of place where they want to stay, and we want them to be looking forward to coming here and staying. And and anything that we would be able to build might not be of that quality. In other words, I look, for example, at the cabinets that uh, Boog and Tracy have built. I couldn't do that. I mean, the work Scott does up there, any of it. So uh, I think we just have to answer that Everything's plumb, everything's level. Yeah, we have to answer that potential concern. The sheetrock is smooth, the paint is even. All of those things, if you and I tried to do them, we might be able to slap it together and get it to to stand up for a while, but it wouldn't look as nice as it's going to look. And our lodge is going to look nice, and it's going to feel comfortable. I was going to say, it might not even be as functional, because we would, uh, in order to keep it simple to the point that we could do it, it might not, it'd be missing some nuances of, you know, of life that I think people will enjoy, including us. So let's move on to talk about our, what we think we're doing in terms of food. Um, Yeah, and um, I think fruit, we are nowhere near subsistence at this point. We have plenty of trees. Because all our fruit trees are so young. Right. We have plenty Many of trees of them just have little. not even begun bearing yet. Yeah, they're just immature. But um, we think we are putting moving things in the right direction. We think that we have the um, trees in place. Um, we've talked before about the, uh, the chance that we may have chosen some that are uh, that require too many chilling hours for central Alabama, particularly in view of co- uh, catastrophic climate change. But that's an incremental change we think we can make in our long-term direction. That's not going to affect our basic subsistence level, I don't right. think. And, and so, you know, I think when you talk about climate change and the fact, and we've talked a few weeks ago about our concern about the lack of chilling hours for the fruit, we may, over the years, have to make some adaptations and pull up something that's not producing and plant something else. And it might not be this our favorite kind of apple, let's say, but it might be some kind of fruit that actually will grow in the warmer climate that will feed us. Yes. So I think we just have to stay flexible. So fruit seem to be moving in the right direction. 
uh, passage of time more than anything else is on our side, we we don't know of any reason why we won't be arriving at that subsistence level fairly soon. I would say within a year or two. Yeah, and and this year we should have a nice crop of blueberries just from the yeah, looks of things. Yeah, some blackberries this yeah, year. And we've had some strawberries already and are continuing to. So All right. we're optimistic. Let's All right. talk veg. Okay. Um, you wanted to say that we're basically there now, and I'm just remembering <laughs> the way farm, you know, the way crop rotations and the and successions have gone in the past. That is his, the historical past, and realizing that well, we're one drought away, or we're one, you know, locust swarm away from not being able to do that. I know locusts are probably less likely, but I'm saying pests and weather conditions. So I'm optimistic at this point because last summer we had a buffer crop of vegetables, and I even though I am a little late getting some things in the ground, it'll get in there, and I predict success, but. I'm just aware that, the, you know, our forefathers and foremothers faced challenges that we may not, and you're looking troubled by that. I am looking troubled, and I'm, we're, we're having another one of those dialogues instead of disagreements. I, I think it's important to note that you and I have been extremely careful to keep our vegetable production diverse. Yes, you may have all of your cucumbers wiped out, but that's not a that's not going to be a disaster if we lose all your cucumbers or almost all your cucumbers because there will be so many other cucurbits, so many other vegetables. Um, I, I don't see a risk that everything would be lost. Oh, I'm not saying everything would be lost. And and I do want to echo the point that you're making is that we don't believe in monoculture for that reason. Right. Because, uh, you know, the potato famine in Ireland is a, a, a life lesson about that. But um, what I am saying is, yet last year we had a nice balance of everything. Even And I'd say the squash is the crop that suffered the most because of the squash bugs and the squash vine borers. But even then, I had some squash. Um, it would have been easy. I mean, if it gets any worse, we may not. And if we don't have any cucurbits, we might be tempted to buy some off the site. That's all I'm saying is if I had a particular okay. crop that I was missing, I might say, you know, I'm really having a hankering for some squash. I'll just go and buy some. And, you know, while we're on that subject... You decided uh, a couple of weeks ago you wanted to make a particular recipe, pasta salad, and we didn't have any of the fresh vegetables you needed. Uh, well, di we didn't have all of them. Had some of them. And parsley. you had to supplement that with some store-bought broccoli and some store-bought tomatoes mm -hmm. and so forth. So, yeah, I understand every now and then we're going to be buying something at the store. But basically, in terms of our having enough to eat, you know, oh, being... Sure being healthy, not starving, I think we're basically there with veg. I, I agree with that. Not starving, yes. But again, if we're coming back to saying subsistence, we're buying less and less and less every year off the farm. If we had a couple of crops that failed, we might be tempted to fill that in. Last year, as I said, we were, we were successful in having a nice balance and, um, ha and planting the fall garden 
gives us uh, some transition into brassicas and all. So I think it's, you know, we have that nice balance. All right. Let's move on to grains. We know that we can grow corn here. We say we can grow it because everybody else seems to be able to grow corn. Uh, it has been a, something of a challenge for but, you and me. But we had some last year. We did have some uh, corn, particularly the, the meal corn yeah. that did well. Um, we still struggle with corn and haven't even begun trying to grow any other grain and that's by design. I don't think either one of us regards grains as essential to our health or well-being. Well, I really like bread, but um, and especially whole wheat bread. But no, I don't think we're going to be able to grow it. And I suppose if we could not get the wheat berries the way we do from one of the local farms, that not that they're growing it there, but they they do provide it, um, then I think we would be. We'd be okay. Okay. We'd be okay. I'd just be missing something that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, anything else we need to say about grain? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, now, what about meat? I, I think that's probably our weakest area. It's probably the one where we most need more focus, I'm guessing. And we've talked in the past about two possibilities right here, which is deer. You know, you're hunting and harvesting deer from the forest. They're all over the place here. And then um, maybe stocking our pond, if we can get it in balance, with some tilapia or catfish or bass or something so that we we have that as a source of meat right here. And I will not give up talking about meat rabbits. We don't want to get into that dialogue right now, though. <laughs> so, well, but, but we don't want to play like it has gone away. No, it hasn't it gone hasn't. away. It's, it's still there. It's still up for discussion. It's still a conversation to have. And a, and a related topic is, and it's not we haven't had it on our list, but we can get protein from eggs, even if we gave up meat altogether, if we became vegetarians. And I was about to say yeah. the same thing. So I think the eggs are probably the, the area where we expect to be making the most progress the fastest. Yeah. Um, and, and I agree with you. That would be a, a big improvement mm -hmm. because we know we could subsist on egg protein alone if mm -hmm. we needed to. Right. Uh, transportation. We have bicycles now where we can ride to town. <laughs> and we know that we can ride from here at the farm to uh, Tallahassee, the town um, close to which we live, fairly easily. Takes more time, mm -hmm. but we can do it. It's not so strenuous that it's exhausting or anything like that. So that that's working out well. You skipped clothing. And I don't blame you for doing so. Clothing is not an issue that's all that critical to either one of us. Um, well, I have a ton of it. That's the that's I love nice clothes. But unless the styles just change radically, I have enough clothes to last me a lifetime. So and I'm for not me, it's mainly a matter of wearing out the clothes that I wear to work here. I don't expect that my clothing would ever go out of style in terms of what I wear to church or what I wear to parties or something like that. And I got, like you, I got plenty. So it's for me, it's mainly just, you know, wearing out my T-shirts and my shorts and yeah. my overalls and having to replace them. That's right. It's And, and you know, I, I can sew. So if we ever got to the point we needed to be able to make our own clothes, we mm -hmm. certainly could do that. Medicines, uh, we are dependent on the medical community. Um, certainly, you have your medications that you take. Um, 
you know, I've had skin cancer surgery and I have to go to a doctor for that. And I, I don't see us being able to do that ourselves, obviously. I am wearing a lot of sunscreen these days so that it doesn't recur and hopefully have it under control. But the bottom line is everyday kinds of things like cold medicines or sinus issues, we hope maybe to be able to grow herbs. And learn how to use them. And learn how to use <laughs> right them. Right now, I would not know what to do with them. So that's a, a big area that we may target for improvement yeah. later. I mean, actually, we are growing some herbs. I planted my first stevia this year, and it's and it does taste nice and sweet. We went out and tasted Wasn't that a fun? Yeah, we very sweet. We tore off a little leaf of your stevia yeah. plant, and golly, it's very sweet. That may be another way we become uh, capable of subsistence is not having to buy Truvia in the store. We can make our own. Um, electricity, we certainly have cut down on our usage because of not using the clothes dryer quite so much and having our wood stove, etc. Um, but we're exploring other options, like maybe some solar PV panels. There's a possibility that we will put PV on the south-facing south facing surface of the pole barn so that we are able to pump water using the PV, so we're able to charge some batteries for emergency use. Um, somebody, I guess it was David Kirkpatrick, suggested that we install a meter at the door of the lodge so that um, anybody who wants lights while they're up there, all they have to do is just drop in some money. Yeah, right. He was and, joking, uh, and so are we. <laughs> but well, uh, you know, Two of the three of us are joking. One of us is thinking very seriously no, about it. No, no, no. But we do think that maybe PV and solar would be a way to even bring our power bill down even more. Uh, what about tools? Well, I think the nature of tools is that we don't expect now ever to have the expertise to build our own tools, to make our own tools. So uh, I think we'll always be dependent on off-farm sources for tools, don't I do. you? Oh, yeah, I do. And I do believe in recycling as or reusing. If we can reuse a tool or someone, you know, we buy a used one or something, I have no problem with that either. Um, but uh, that's some, that's... And I'm sure there are other categories that we haven't even touched on today. But these are some of the major ones. Well, we're running out of time, so why don't we give a brief preview? Next week, we'll be talking about the principle of it's got to be fun while we're doing it. And then the week following that will be May the 10th, and that's when we will deal with this issue of not making all misstatements. Thank you for being with us. Have a great week. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Our address is P.O. Box 780-446, Tallahassee, Alabama, 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log and check in with Lee and Amanda. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.